the domino effect is that fallover ripple effect. If you think about it, if you lined up a series of dominoes and you push over that first domino, that first domino creates a chain reaction. It doesn't give the other dominoes a choice. The movement is caused because the first domino has moved, right? So why are we talking about the domino effect? Because I want you to know there's a domino effect in your life. You are the right person to do the right thing for others that are lined up in your life that you were created to do whatever it is that you were created to do for them. You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Powerful. We're so very excited that you are here, that you are spending your time today. We have a great, great topic. I'm so very, very excited uh, to share this with you. And we have three tips that we're going to be sharing with you giving you some really, really great input and feedback. And we're going to be talking today about the domino effect. Yes, one of my favorite conversations. We're going to be talking about that. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Thank you to Exponential Edge Adventures for sponsoring today's episode. Somewhere between birth and the end is your dash. The moment you're in now. You want to get the most and the best out of that dash, right? Your life. What's stopping you? Increase that passion, impact on purpose, and inspire and motivate. Exponential Edge Adventures can help you with that today. See how you can get the free execution resource valued at $47. This is a limited time offer, so go to simplytomorrow.com and get it today simplytomorrow.com. All right. All right. Powerful people. Let's go. We're going to be talking again about the domino effect, a chain reaction. Yes. That's our topic for today. I have three tips that I want to share with you. And I really do think that they're going to bless your life. So today we're going to be talking about self-awareness. We're going to talk about authenticity and we're going to talk about that domino effect. First, I just want to get you to understand this. So when we're talking about the domino effect, we're talking about one event that initiates a succession of other events. In other words, a chain reaction. And I love that word reaction because in that word reaction, you have the word action. Many of us know that we really need to take some serious action in our life, but sometimes we're stuck and we don't move. So what can help you move? What can help you get there quickly? Well, two things, definitely understanding yourself. So having that self-awareness and truly being who you are, being authentically you is going to help you. And then you can create the momentum of that domino effect. All right. So we're going to go backwards and we're going to come back and talk about domino effect at the end, but let's go and talk about 
self-awareness. What is self-awareness? Well, that's one of the things that I do as a coach. And as I coach, you know, or, or rather when I talk to people, I have people always ask, you know, what do you mean you coach people in self-awareness? Well, I coach people in being conscientious about the knowledge of themselves. In other words, how they feel, what their motives are, their character, their desires. Do you really truly understand yourself at the core level like you should? Now, most people will answer that and say, yes, especially if you're like me, you're in the mid of your life, you know, and you've been around, you know, for a while, I've been around over a half a century now. Um, and so I, I think I know myself, or let me put it like this. I thought I knew myself a few years ago until I started deep diving into this and I became a licensed coach and I became a consultant, uh, a licensed consultant, a certified consultant in using psychometric assessments, right? I thought that, you know, hey, the world is mine, you know, give me my pearl, give me my oyster so I can get that pearl out of that oyster, right? But I found out there were still some deep, deep things that I could dig down and go to. And I still am, to be honest with you. I'm learning every day. I'm growing every day. Now, I never didn't think that I wasn't growing, um, that I could keep on growing, but I really thought I knew myself. Until again, I started using some external things to help me learn about the internal part of Bridget. And when I say it has been a life changer in my life, it has truly been a life changer in my life. And so one of the things with the self-awareness even uh, if you've been listening to my podcast and I'll even apologize because I skipped a week of doing the pod podcast, because as I told you before, I don't stack up a lot of podcasts and get them, you know, recorded. I like to do this literally, you know, close to when I'm about to broadcast it. Why? Because I want to be relevant in what I'm talking about to you and everything. Right. And so I did. I missed last week. Why did I miss last week? Well, I missed last week because I'll be honest with you. I'm very self-aware of myself and everything. And I just, I just had a week that I needed a break. So I took a week off. I just recently lost my father. Um, during this recording, it will be, uh, three weeks to the date of when he passed. Literally one month ago, he, he, he passed when this is airing. This is airing on March 27th. He passed away on February 27th. Um, my father was my everything, my all in all. And so, you know, I had to, to pull myself back some and give myself that space. Why? Because I, there's a self-awareness and we're talking about it when we talk about authenticity. I know authentically who I am and how my personality preference tends to come out and to show. And so I needed that moment. I needed that time. And so that's why it's so very important for you to always be reflecting and have this awareness about yourself. How do you do effective communication? How do you have clear thinking? You know, especially when stuff gets um, muddy and, and muddled, right? Um, your improved decision-making skills come under self-awareness. Your increased productivity comes under self-awareness. So when you're truly self-aware, you can be effective in all of those areas. Again, your communication, your thinking, your decision-making, your actions, your productivity, all of that will gain when you are being more self 
aware. So yes, you want to be conscientious about your feelings, your motives, your characters, your desires. And do you truly have a way of doing that? Why is that so important? Because when people, researchers rather, have looked at the most successful people in the world, there's two things that they always say come out on top. Number one, people that are successful are very self-aware. Number two, people that are very successful are very authentic to themselves. And when you can hone in and improve on those two areas of your life, all other things will fall in place. It definitely will be a win-win. I just got done talking to my grandson uh, today as I'm recording this, before I was recording this. And my grandson said, you know, why would I watch uh, scary movies? And he says, I'm already scared. I have a scared person. I don't like scary stuff. So why would I watch a scary movie? He said, that would be a lose-lose. Powerful people. He is only eight years old. Now that's some serious self-awareness. I don't like scary movies either. I really don't watch scary movies. If I watch a scary movie, uh, it has to be not extremely, extremely vulgar and, and graphic and everything. And I might be doing it with somebody else just because I absolutely, absolutely love them. But I really, I can count on my hand, on my five fingers, how many scary movies that I've really, truly watched over the years because that's not my forte. And so I know that about me. My eight-year-old grandson knows that about himself. So he understands his desires at a micro level. I'm like, who is this kid talking about lose-lose? I said, when did you read Stephen Covey? And so that's my little joke, because if you all have uh, been listening, you're my faithful listeners, you know how much I love, love, love Stephen Covey. And so he talks about that in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, win-win, win-lose, lose-win, and lose-lose, four different ways that, again, we can have these uh, types of communications in our life. And he says, no, that would be a lose-lose. Why would I do that? I love my eight-year-old son, grandson because, again, I have gleaned so many different uh, stories that I can tell off of him. So, again, you want to make sure that you're very self-aware. Then, if you're very self-aware, then you're truly going to be authentic. So, number two, you're going to be authentic to yourself. You're going to be you. Be you. I just got through telling somebody that I was coaching the other day, be you. Be authentically you. Don't allow anybody else to be you. They're going through a life crisis. And I said, you know, do what you need to do that's necessary for you that makes it feel good for you as long as you're not harming other people. So you can't take things out on other people. You know, don't lash out. But whatever that is, if it's crying, if it's screaming, if it's yelling, if it's, you know, again, getting you a punching bag and punch the punching bag, whatever you need to do. For me, talk therapy is always the best thing for me. I've never been an aggressive person, but this person does sports. And so I share with them, if you do sports, you're very physical. So maybe you need to do something physical to let that out, but let it out, but know who you are, know how you like to perform. And so when I talk about authenticity. I love to share with people again that I'm a certified DISC consultant. And what that means is I offer people the opportunity to take a psychometric called the DISC assessment. And the DISC stands for four different letters. So each letter is represented, right? And so um, each letter stands for something, stands for a specific word. 
and it measures your tendencies and your preferences, right? So it doesn't tell you if you're going to be successful or not. It doesn't measure what you like and dislike, but it measures your preferences, how of your human behavior, okay, of your human performance. And so the D stands for decisive. And what are you decisive about? About problems, okay, and how to make decisions. The I is a part of the DIS too as well. So the I is interactive. And what are you interactive with? Interactive with people, how you tend to be interactive with people. The S is how stable you are and your stability with pace in the world. And then the C is cautious. You're cautious, how you're being cautious as it relates to procedures and rules, okay? And so you can use that to interpret how you tend to behave. And then what does it help you with? It helps you be cognizant again of your behavior, preferences, and tendencies. And so not who you are, because you're more than this. And we all have all four of them. And so we show up in the world using all four of them somehow, some way. But one is going to stand out. Or you might be, you know, what we call a triple, and you might have three that might even have similar scores. You might have two that have similar scores, but you're going to have something that's going to actually stand out. And then that is where you're going to look at when you're looking at your behavior, you're going to be doing that, right? It's not, you know, again, who you are. I want to say that again. It's not a right or wrong about it. There's not a um, strong or weak about it. Um, so when you take the DISC assessment, you get these scores, right? And they're either going to be high or they're going to be in the mid range or in the low range. They're going to be on the spectrum somewhere. And so as they're on the spectrum, it's just going to tell you, you know, observable behaviors others will see and you will see. So for instance, if you're a high D, then you're going to show up as very decisive and you might be very aggressive with that decisiveness, right? So you might come out um, showing anger when it comes to dealing with problems, right? Uh, and, and so uh, people might see you as, again, an aggressive type person. If you fall on the low end of the spectrum, you're, it's going to be very obvious because you will be a little bit more deliberate when it comes to dealing with problems and making decisions. So you make them, but you're just going to be more deliberate. Now that's me. I fall more on the lower end of the spectrum between medium, medium and lower end, right? So I'm not very aggressive when it comes to making decisions, but I can. I served for 17 years in administration running multi-million dollar organizations. So I had to make decisions. I was more deliberate with it. So I had to make sure that I had other people that were more aggressive in my life. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, if you're on the eye, um, again, the high end of eye, you're going to be more uh, interactive uh, when it comes to your relationships with people, uh, you'll share your opinions more. You're more optimistic. And if you're on the lower end, it just means that you're going to be more introspective. You're going to uh, be more rational. I like to use the word pragmatic. Okay. So you're not all about the opinions on that end. You're more about the facts. Okay. And so again, people will notice that and understand about you not saying that you don't interact with people. You're just not going to be as optimistic and outgoing as a high eye. If you're a low eye, right? 
And then uh, for the S, uh, it's just, again, about how you pace things in life. And so when it comes to being emotional, you will feel emotions. You just won't exhibit them maybe like a I will. Um, but they're there. They're definitely there. And you have some emotion, but you're, you tend to be more stabilizing. You want that steadiness in life. Again, you like to have the calm and, and, and I like to call the S's the Kumbaya people and not like in a derogatory sense. It's beautiful. I'm married to an S. So I love S's. Um, they are the glue that holds things together. They like things to be stable. That's if you're a high S. Now, if you're a low S, that's not a problem either. It just means that you're going to be more spontaneous. You're going to move quicker. Uh, you're going to like things again, coming at a faster pace. Uh, so you don't care about you move a little fast and you don't care about the world moving a little faster. But again, if you're a high S, you like things to be a little bit more calm, a little bit more stabilizing and have again, that stability, right? And then if you're a high C, high C's are very cautious when it comes to again, procedures. So they're all about rules and systems to run those, uh, procedures and those rules. So they like following precedences. So precedences is something that would be a good word for a high C to kind of understand. They like that. Well, that's okay. That's very observable. People will know that about you. Well, if you're a low C, people will know and be able to see by your observable behavior as well. They will see you as challenging and not again in a negative sense. You just want to push against the status quo. You like pioneering things. You like again, to have some ability to be able to be an initiator rather than following a path that somebody else has set. And so as you see about all four of these styles, these types, again, it's not who you are, it's how you prefer to show up in the world, how you tend to be. And again, those can even be situational. So again, when you're authentically being yourself, then you'll understand there's a natural tendency that you have. And then there's an adaptive tendency that you have, depending on what's going on. Like right now for me, because again, I'm dealing with the death of my father. And I'm having to deal with uh, his matters and, and do all of those things. I have had to be a lot more decisive. Again, as I said, that's not, I like to be a little bit more deliberate, but it's been areas since I've been going through this past month that I have to be more aggressive. Now I'm not typically an aggressive person all the time, but I have to be an aggressive person a lot more right now because I'm dealing with some serious matters that, that I don't have a lot of time. You know, I can be deliberate about some things, but some things I don't have, you know, days and weeks and months to sit and, you know, to do like I normally would do because I tend to be that as well as I'm a high C. And so remember, C's are cautious when it comes to procedures and rules. And so I'm a little bit more cautious and everything when it comes to some task, right? And so I know that about myself. So I'm very authentic to who I am. So I want you to be you and who you truly are. I want you to be who you are perfectly. And when we understand the authenticity of who we are, then that's great. Well, here's the great part about it. And you just heard it in listening uh, to the commercial from our sponsor. 
Our sponsor is Exponential Edge Adventures. And one of the things that we do at Exponential Edge Adventures is we allow people on this podcast. This is the only platform that I do this consistently. Now, how long I'm going to do it? I don't know. Only God knows that. So if you have not acted, you've listened over and over again to this podcast, or if this is your first time, act. I want you to act right now. I'm going to give you something that is so valuable. Now, I put a monetary price on it because I charge people to do this, but for you, I'm giving it absolutely for free. I'm giving you the opportunity to take the disc assessment without paying me one penny. Yes, I got really quiet right there because I wanted you to hear me say that. I was very serious. Yes, I allow people on this podcast, this podcast only, to be able to take the DISC assessment and to take it for free until I stop it. And so far, God has not allowed me to stop it. I'm offering it to you. So take me up on the offer. You get a chance to see what is your preference style. Okay, so now you can understand more of your behavior. And when I understand more of my behavior, then I can be more self-aware when things come up. As I said, I'm a high I and I'm not as high of a D. And so because I know that there's times that I have to deal with decision making, dealing with problems, dealing with, um, again, solving problems where I have to be more aggressive, but that's not my natural inclination, right? So if that's not my natural inclination, then I know I'm aware of that. Two things need to happen. I need to get somebody to help me to do that, or I have to step up a little bit. Well, here's the part with understanding and being authentically you. If I am not a high D, but I try to be a high D, all the time. Now I'm not talking about in moments that I have to do that, in situations that I have to do that. I'm talking about all the time. I try to just change my personality. I am going to be stressed and I'm going to be ineffective. So I have to be truly the authentic Bridget that I was designed to be, if that makes sense. And if that doesn't make sense to you, that's okay. That's why I'm a coach. You can reach out to me. I actually do do a discovery call and you can have a session a short session to help you with that. Again, that's something that I offer because I don't even offer that anymore to my clients. So please take me up on this offer before, again, this goes away. All right. And then the last thing I'd like to share with you is about the domino effect. The domino effect is that fallover ripple effect. If you think about it, if you lined up a series of dominoes and You push over that first domino. That first domino creates a chain reaction. It doesn't give the other dominoes a choice. The movement is caused because the first domino has moved, right? So why are we talking about the domino effect? Because I want you to know there's a domino effect in your life. You are the right person to do the right thing for others that are lined up in your life that you were created to do whatever it is that you were created to do for them, okay? For me, it is definitely inspiration. I told you, that is not just only my DISC assessment score. I do that in real life. In real life, I've always been a motivator. In real life, I've always been an inspiration. In real life, I have tried to transform the lives of other people. That's what I do. And so when I know that I have an action 
that moves something, now there's a ripple effect. So that one event is going to initiate a succession of other events. It's a chain reaction. And remember I said at the beginning of this podcast, the episode, that a chain reaction, if you look at the word reaction, there's the word action in there. Why are we talking about this? Why do I want you to create a domino effect? Because I want you to be constantly in motion and in action to do the things that you were created to do. You already have the wherewithal to do it. If you have the self-awareness, if you are authentically being yourself, then all you need to do is then now get in action. So now all you need to do is topple over that first domino. So what is it? And you've probably done multiple domino effects in your life, but what is that domino effect that you need to create right now, today, this week, this month, in this moment? What are those things that you are designed to do for other people? You have the wherewithal. All you need to do is take action. So I want you to take action in it. I want it to be, again, a win-win for you. I want it to be a deal of a lifetime that you can't. Right now, creating this podcast episode, it's a domino effect for me because I know that somebody listening to this and the somebody probably is you, is going to help. It's going to be a blessing. So again, I want you to remember walking away, self-awareness, make sure you have that conscious knowledge about your feelings, your motives, your characters, and your desires so that you can have effective communication, clear thinking, improved decision-making, and increased productivity. I want you to be authentically you. So no, are you a D? Are you decisive? Are you interactive? Are you that I? Are you steady? Are you that S? Are you that C? How do you tend to show up in the world? What is your human performance when it comes to your behavior? And then last but not least, again, you are the right person to create some movement. Create that movement for yourself. And by osmosis, you're going to help other people. It has been a pleasure talking to you today. I thank you so much. You can do me a great, great favor if you have not done so already by giving us a review. You can go to any of the the places that you are listening to this podcast and do a review. I would love it on Audible if that's where you're listening or on iTunes. If you are listening on either one of those platforms, if you could do a review, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. You also can go to my website, BridgetBrownJackson.com forward slash podcast and leave a review as well. In addition, if you would please share this with other people that you know could use it, I'd greatly appreciate it. If you have any questions or comments, or you know someone that would be a great, great uh, person to come on this podcast that we can interview, please feel free to email me at ordainededucator at gmail.com. Again, thank you for your time because you didn't have to spend the time today, but you did. I appreciate it greatly. Thank you for being here. And as I always say, coach me and I learn, challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. You are a winner. Thank you for being you.